Thank you so much for pressing play on this episode of A-Sides. It's episode 148, and I got to check one off my bucket list. This guy is one of my favorite musicians to catch live, and I love his band, Bisto Blanco. They've got a new album coming out later in the year called Kinetica. They dropped a new single on Groundhog's Day called Run For Your Life, so I cannot wait for you to hear this episode with Chuck Garrick. Now, I only had like 20 minutes with him, so I really had to do some kind of quick hits and like basically throw out half of my notes of questions that I wanted to ask. So so thank you to Chuck Garrick, thank you to all the loyal beasts, and thank you to Bisto Blanco. Hopefully you enjoy episode 148 of A-Sides. Look, it's rock and roll! And cue music. I'm doing good because I get to talk to one of my favorite musicians. So oh, there you go, right on, man. Let me know when he gets here. Oh, <laughs> are you in your garage? Uh, I'm in my uh, at my motorcycle shop, not mine, but my uh, my buddy's where I built my bike from. Oh, so okay, cool. We work on a bunch of different bikes here, and uh, I'm just helping him with some other projects tonight. Oh yeah, I saw you were in St. Louis over the weekend at a bike show. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, my bike was shown at the cycle showcase. So yeah, oh. so yeah. I'm- I'm in a motorcycle shop right now. I'm in the machine room where we I got the phone resting on the lathe. So is that the one that's in Milwaukee, or are you still in St. Yeah, Louis? Or? back in Milwaukee, yep. Oh, man, you're all over, man. Yeah, I'm all over, man. I'm going to be here at Mama Tried coming up, and then uh, then back to Nashville, and then off to Daytona, and then off to tour with Alice. Hell yeah, man. In this game, only one to win, to be the king, or why even play it? You can go into the sky dive in your mind, giving it all to find where you belong, or why even be born? So you got a new album coming out with Bisto, your fourth album, Connecticut. You just dropped the single Run For Your Life and you made a post on Instagram like a few days ago and you read the lyrics and seriously, you like gave me goosebumps when you read those lyrics. 
I appreciate that, man. I really do. Uh, lyrics are very important, and um, we felt it was, uh, you know, our duty, if you will, to make sure that everybody feels uh, a little encouraged and some uh, some motivation. And uh, if you're going through anything, uh, maybe this song will help uh, move you forward and help you run uh, for your life is, is the meaning. I really feel that way, too, especially what gave me goosebumps in that. The line was, or why even be born? It's like, yeah. yeah, man, you just got to do it or else what are you doing with? Yeah, because you're in all the time you know so it's like you know trying to figure out where we belong what we're supposed to do i mean you know i think a lot of people go through that i mean i know i do and and i've uh, accomplished a lot and i still feel like i'm not where i want to be at times so yeah. i'm glad that that hit home for you bro i really am um yeah well sometimes i do yeah i get stuck in my head or i second guess myself but i need to just kind of like trust my instincts and that's what the song's saying Sure, man, or just being present too and, and not letting yourself, you know, start drifting and, and having conversations with, a, yeah. with something that's actually happening. You know, I was, I was today, I was driving in the car and I just found myself like spinning a little bit. Then I just had to remind myself to just be where I'm at. And, and I just started, you know, literally calling out names of things that I was seeing in front of me just yeah. because I could be present. kind of inspired you for this album like where'd you draw inspiration from well we drew inspiration from the last three uh bisto blanco records i mean we've been touring you know since 2013 we've been uh, writing and recording yeah. music what pretty much inspires us is other music that we're listening to and and people that that we've met and what we want to do with our next phase of the Bisto Blanco career. Um, you know, we don't want to just pigeonhole ourselves into being one thing. We're, and we really wanted to kind of open our wings up a little bit and try something different on this particular record. When we were approached with the idea of working with Chris Harms, I love the idea and I love the idea of going in and co-writing a record with somebody as talented as that. So we, we just, we, we drew off of what we have done and accomplished in the past and, and also just kept our sights forward on what we wanted Bisto to look like in the future. I actually talked to Calico and she said that that Chris Harms, he's like mm -hmm. huge over in Europe and Germany and he's got like, yeah. it's almost like industrial kind of glam rock and stuff. Sure. Yeah, you guys kind of brought that into into this album. A little bit, you know. That's the beautiful thing about Bisto, and a beautiful thing about a collaboration when you're when you're collaborating, you're songwriting with somebody else. I mean, it's like you're gonna get little bits of each flavor. And uh, Chris was yeah. Chris was really good at that. He was. I was. What I'm really impressed with Chris Harms was is that he's 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 so established and and so you know sure of what he's doing with Lord of the Lost. And then I thought. Well, we'll see how that crosses over with Bisto, man. And he got us like that. And uh, you hear his his touch on things and, and his approach on things, but still with the Bisto sound, you know, which I, I thought was really important. And he nailed it. We are all from the same blood. Blood and glitter, sweet and bitter. We're so happy we could die. Blood and glitter. Blood and glitter, Satan's 
How'd you get hooked up with him? Was that from doing some yeah. of those Germany tours? Exactly. Yeah, I was working with another guy by the name of Eric, and uh, Eric is as as uh, with Schubert Publishing Company, and uh, he he was very interested in what Bisto was doing, and came and saw us over there in Germany, and instantly just that guy's just he's an idea guy. He's a conduit for putting people together, and uh, he just started uh, networking right away and and putting people in in the same ring as us and his instincts were spot on and he brought Chris Harms to the table. Oh, awesome. I'm really looking forward to the new album because I've got the previous albums and actually speaking of the previous albums, it took me a while to get kind of clued in on your first album, but here, like I'll show you like, so you're posing like with your guitar on there. Well, it took me years to realize that it was (laughs) Ted Nugent, dog eat dog. Free for all. Rip it out. I got me a rock and roll band. It's a fever all. How did that come about with you wanting to oh, do that man, on the cover? One of the first records I ever bought when I was a kid. I loved that album. I loved that record cover. It was one of my first concerts as a kid. And uh, it was an idea I had. Uh, where I wanted to just, it was the first Bisto record, kind of just wanted to pay tribute to something that inspired me so greatly at one particular time. It was a definitely a, when I discovered rock and roll, when I discovered, you know, Ted Nugent and, and, and Queen and Ozzy and Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and um, ACDC and those bands, like my entire life changed. <laughs> You know, and I all of a sudden I, I really felt like I had a place to go. There was a huge light at the end of my tunnel, man, and I knew exactly what I wanted to do with it. So it was uh, a way for me to just give a nice salute to to rock and roll, and uh, and then that album and, and what it had meant to me. really like your album so much that i actually painted that as a picture and gave it to a buddy of mine we met you at rascals and you signed the a painting or something and so like i didn't even know at the time it was ted nugent it was like i found out after that too but i love discovering new things about our music and that's what i love so much about the arts especially music i still to this day rediscover sounds and instrumentation that i never noticed before and isn't it you used to work in a record store like years ago, and that's how you kind of were introduced to Brother Latham, right? Exactly how it was. I, I moved from a very, very small town to Los Angeles, California. I had, uh, you know, just like anybody, I, I didn't have much money, but I had a lot of desire and, and I knew what I wanted to do. But I uh, ended up getting a um, weekly motel uh, there in, in, in the Valley, Los Angeles. And I um, ended up getting a job at a music store. And um, then when I was hired, the day I went in to start work, um, Brother Latham was there working and he came up and introduced himself to me. And we got to talking after work. He asked me where I lived. I told him I just moved here. I've only been here for a couple of days. And uh, I was staying at this place called the Top Hat, which was a motel. I went over there and a couple hours later, I hear a knock on the door and it's uh, Brother Latham with a 12 pack of beer and we've been best friends ever since. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm going to ask if you guys became like fast friends, but it sounds like it, it, it was just that same day. You know, we just, we have a lot in common. We're, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're from small towns and, uh, we uh, enjoyed the same bands and, um, it was just easy people to get along with. Uh, well, you mentioned too about the Ted Nugent record. That was one of your first records. Like, so I got a question. What would be three albums that have inspired uh, the sound or imagery of Bisto Blanco? Oh, man. For me, I, I got to tell you, Bisto is also about a vibe, about an image. Yeah. And there was something that I loved so much about the cramps that inspired me to have a character like Calico in the band. There just, there was this, this thing that those, that uh, Poison Ivy and Lux Interior had on stage. That I just thought was so unique and so cool. And uh, she was just so, so incredible. I, I really loved what, uh, what they were doing. I'd seen them a few times and, 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 and held them. Uh, obviously motorhead and um zombie was a big you know kind of uh, was a big influence more motorhead but i was always a fan of of rob's phrasing as well as 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 lemmy and motorhead and then of course you know with with some of the newer sounds that are out there and, and what we're able to accomplish musically just between calico and i i really felt that there was a real current thing we could be doing as well as a nice crossover between what's happening now theatrically and musically and also just being able to sonically give people something that um yeah. was, was classic as well feel like yeah what you said is like you guys are almost as much about the imagery as the music and it's like i love your costumes and stuff like you used to have like a luchador mask and then you had like the leather we're developing it it's, it's always yeah. kind of something like that that's the thing about the music and the costumes and the show it's like it's um and that's why i love the 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 title Connecticut because you know it takes something that you know movement and kinetic energy to to, to keep things moving. And then when they're moving, other things are developing this energy. And as they just keep going, and that's what I really see Bisto yeah. as, as, as we develop our, our show develops and our look develops and our sound develops and our fans develop and this whole thing. And so you never know what you're going to get. You never know what the show is going to be. Yeah, and, you know, sure we may do the same set list, but I got to tell you, it's a different show. It's, it's, you just never know what's going to happen. It really is, yeah, because I've seen you a few times, and as I said, like it kind of builds each each album or each show. Like, yeah. and where do you where do you get the outfits from? Do you kind of come up with an idea, Cal or do you go shopping? Calico designs and makes her own costumes, and then we start talking about you know what mine's going to look like, and we we just start going, and then you just see what develops and what works, what doesn't. Uh, we've got just 
you know, wardrobe cases full of ideas. So we'll keep pulling from those and, and making new ones. Something else to ask you too, because um, I'm watching the time. But so, so I've seen you at Rascals. I've seen you with Cooper like a whole bunch of times, and I've even seen you at Christmas pudding. With Christmas pudding, do you volunteer to do that, or um, does Alice ask you, or are you just like, hey man, I'm I'm in? They'll call me up. You know, the organization. I've I've, I've donated my time to mm. The Rock. And with that, they include me into the uh, events that are going on. And obviously, um, you know, most of the people they have on, at the pudding are friends of mine as well. So, you know, anytime I can get up there and jam and, and support Solid Rock and get up there and jam with my friends, I'm there. So if I'm there and it's during the Christmas pudding, you'll probably have a pretty good chance you'll see me. Yeah, because you even hopped up and played with Rob Zombie. And I guess you weren't even on the bill. It was pretty cool. And he asked me, said, come on up. So I just started singing with him. He knows I know all the lyrics. Rob knows. So you guys have even toured. Like, even this summer, you're going out again. The Cooper and Zombie tour. Why do you think Zombie and Cooper is such a great, like, duo together? Well, I mean, it's kind of, like, pretty obvious that there's that theatrical uh, theme. There's the horrors theme there as well there's the nod to alice because obviously rob was a fan of alice and, and 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 those two are such great friends i just think the combination is just a one-two punch it's the mike tyson of of rock and roll right now i mean they're two of the biggest bands out there uh it's a great way for fans that don't necessarily know rob zombie stuff and love alice cooper for them to fall in love with zombie or vice versa zombie fans to see alice and you know it's just a great way to get your rock and roll ass kicked and you, you add ministry and filter in there and it's just uh you know it's it's a really great concert for for people who love that style of music like that's a that's a good answer because that actually happened to me the halloween yeah. hootenanny like 2010 you guys were out together and i was going for rob zombie and i left as like a super Cooper fan, and I've never looked back. Yeah, that's, that, that does happen. And again, uh, you know, there's just, it's a great way for people to discover music, man. I think people need to remember that there's more than just their one band out there. And everybody's got to come from somewhere. So if you get a chance to go see, like, I'm a massive ministry fan. Like, I, I go and watch them every night, and I watch Zombie every night, and I love Filter. But, you know, it was like I would go and see those bands. And then from there, I would discover other bands. I went and saw Ministry and from the, the band called Helmet was opening up for them. Never heard of them. But then I became a fan of theirs. So, I mean, you know, there's just there's just that. you got to go there open minded and remember that, uh, you know, you're there to be entertained. You know, when I was a kid and I'd go to concerts, it was it was just I, I would go see the opening bands because I just never you never knew. You never knew what you were going to see or who they might be. Find Dallas Cooper, a band by the name of The Darkness opened up for us and nobody had heard of them. Oh, damn. And there you go. They're massive and they're great. And man, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. And those guys like are still putting out albums, too.
Cooper. I've got one more thing to ask you about Cooper's tours. So when I've seen you guys, you're always on, like if you're facing the stage, you're on stage left, right? Uh, that actually seems to be the most like chaotic side because you got the Frankenstein coming out. You've even had a big baby bursting out. So that is, so if you're, when you look at a stage from the audience perspective, I am on your left, but you always look at where the stage is from where the musicians are looking at the crowd yeah. in theory on stage, right? Audience stage left. Yeah. So I've always been there and uh, yeah, it's because over on stage left or your right is monitor world and the monitors guy lives over there and it just seems like the, the there's less room you know it is chaotic and i would want it no other way <laughs> has there ever almost been any accidents or anything oh, with the... of, people miss it all the time people are tripping over stairs and and uh, bumping into each other and barely making it out yeah. on stage of course there's it's 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 a goddamn circus it's like organized chaos or something because it's chaotic, but you guys look. Organized is definitely a word I wouldn't put in there. Oh. <laughs> and I love it. It's rock and roll, man. Yeah. Uh, you guys are out on tour together. Uh, well, I know Alice goes golfing. Some people go to the gym. Some people I know even go record shopping. What do you do if you have any downtime on tour? Well, it depends, really. There was golf, obviously, is something I'll go do with Coop on occasion. Uh you know, for me, it's like I'll spend my time, uh, you know, playing guitar, writing. I, I try to just use my time, my time the best I possibly can. It depends on where I'm at, what I'm doing in the city. If I'm in the U.S., uh, most of the time you'll find me either. You know, I'll, I'll look for motorcycle shops, things like that near, nearby. I'll be playing guitar, playing golf. Uh, you know, running, walking. I love to be outside. If I'm in Europe, I'm I'm walking. I'm walking as much as I possibly can, sightseeing. Uh, you know, I love I love good German beer and good okay. food. That so I try to part. I try to to uh, to take as much uh, in as I possibly can. You know, I'm I'm pretty busy. I find myself, especially this year, I'm going to be very busy with Bisto Blanco. We got a lot of dates coming up, so I, I'm constantly going to be prepping and getting prepared for that. How would you compare or how would you describe touring uh, Bisto and Cooper? You know, I, the two comparisons are that it's, you know, I'm on stage and playing in front of people. So I've got a lot of experience on the road. I've been touring for, you know, 25 plus years between Alice and Dio and, and, and Bisto Blanco. So the, the real comparison is, you know, for me is that I want to get Bisto to a level of, of being able to tour the way Alice does tour and, um, and, and playing that many nights consecutive, consecutively and, and being able to tour the world um, with Bisto. Seems like Cooper's like a, I guess, where I was thinking was is like a huge like machine, you know, with like you got all the buses and the trailers, but with Bisto, it's basically just... Yeah, uh, the five one, of you. Yeah, it's one bus. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nine of us. Yeah. You know, we're usually piece when you count crew. And, um, you know, I mean, sure, there's a big difference because, you know, Alice is, is, is a big name. Uh, but we, um, we, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, I'm constantly a guy with his eyes wide open and I'm, I'm learning a lot from Alice and Shep and, and how they put shows together and, 
um, there's always a nod to what we've learned and what we know and what we've done with Alice during the Bisto show. We can't get away from that. So you said you got some dates lined up too. We'll be announcing them soon. We'll be in Europe in July, August. We'll be back in the States in September and then back to Europe in November. All those dates will be coming up here soon. Awesome. Are you going to hit Rascals? We'll be close. Oh, okay. You'll be stoked, bro. Awesome. I got one more question. You uh, got it. I'll just do something like non-music related. If you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? One movie for the rest of my life, what would it be? Ah, man, you know, I would probably have to say I want to be entertained. I want to be educated. I want to laugh. I would have to say, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, oh, awesome. I watch it all the time. I love the I love the costuming. I love the story. I love the music. I love the comedy behind it. Um, I love the actors. Uh, it's a movie I could just continue to watch. Probably took you a little off guard. I know everybody probably thinks of me as more of a you know a horror type fan or whatever, but uh, I do love that slapstick stuff. You know? I was thinking maybe you'd say like a Clint Eastwood movie or something, or like a western. <laughs> You know what? I, I and, and I am that guy. Anytime there's a spaghetti western or an old western on, on I, I will stop and watch it. I've seen them all my whole my whole life. I grew up watching that stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. Now I'll, I'll watch that as well. All right, Chuck. Well, thank you so much for chatting and taking time out to do this. I know you're yeah, up you in Milwaukee. At the, I'm in the motorcycle. I'm in the machine room of uh, one of the rooms here. You can see where we uh, we do a lot of a lot of lathe work and yeah, um, uh, drill press and all that stuff here. So we're here and uh, we're gonna go work on some stuff and get our fingernails dirty. All right, man. I don't have anything exciting to show you, but I've got, <laughs> I've actually got you up on my wall. I've got posters Hello. from Rascals, so. Cool, bro. We'll see you soon this year. Thanks for having me. Um, all right, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the album and uh, tours. And Take care, bud. See ya.